Welcome to the Three Digital Amigos podcast, where myself, Craig Ambler, Ooh. Avril Chester, Yay. and Christopher Lord, <laughs> will talk in a non-techy, engaging, and fun way about all things digital. So, Chris, group focus or focus group? What's it all about? Ah, well, there've been. We've talked about how uh, how much was delivered um, as the COVID crisis hit. This is a slight spin on that because a tremendous amount was delivered, and it feels like more was done and less was broken in that period than was possibly imagined. And what I thought would be good to talk about is, it looks like what organisations did was they dropped a load of. Uh, parallel activity and said this we have to do this or we die in the water so is a better model to do one thing fast and focused and then serially move on to others or the previous normal method of multiple things in parallel and if it is all about focusing how do businesses focus their priorities that's it so what do you think avril you've doubtless got some research for us well, you know, I would I would hate to uh, not have any research for you guys. You know, uh, I think it's come to expect of me to have done my little homework. But um, I am going to refer to another model that a number of people will have heard of. And it's just, again, a refresher. And I think you're absolutely right. I think COVID-19 has been a fantastic example of, you know, focusing activity. So let's go back to when Steve Jobs returns from Apple. You know, he returned to Apple, sorry. Um, and effectively, he found there was a zillion different projects projects uh, running at the same time and you know he drew you know a, a chart on the wall and four quadrants and said we are going to be focusing on four products only and you know the success story from there so i would mm. challenge to say what we have learned during covid-19 should we be applying it in a normal situation um, and actually get that success get that progress and let's look at it from this perspective. You've got sort of customer satisfaction from this, but also internally, doesn't it feel good when you actually progress and you can tick stuff off and you say, I achieved that, I did that. It creates that really feel-good factor. But to get there, you have competing priorities and let's say some egos potentially or some different conflicts about what things are about. And, and Craig, you know, about that kind of competing priorities, you know, how how you know any advice about how businesses can potentially overcome that so they can be focused well i'm no steve jobs uh both in looks and uh, and the bank balance but uh, um maybe i can give some uh, some advice that sounded really cheesy guys but uh i'm going with it i'm going with it so i i think i think chris is absolutely right so the you know organization said right whatever priorities we've got now this is our only priority for the next three weeks we've got to get people working remotely and therefore these are the focus areas yep and then they did that collectively as as a, an, a as an executive team because they understood what are the main focus points the main value items that they need to achieve and I think you know that should be said for every business planning round they have they almost need to play that planning poker but be very decisive and say you know irrespective of let's call it the resources that they've got internally that say we can only deliver this much per year which might be 15 16 uh, uh, projects focusing on four areas and doing it really well delivers value a lot quicker than trying to focus on 15 16 so 
you know, there's there's different techniques you can use. Uh, you know, um, looking at the, you know, linking it strategically to the priorities that of the organisation, but being that facilitator, say you've only got these, you've only got this much time and these many items to deliver. That really homes it homes in on people, and people then make those concessions. So, you know, I think really being, I hear the word bad cop, but you've got to be, you've got to be that 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 coach. Uh, for the boards, these guys, you know, uh, um, are very intelligent. Know what they want, but you've got to, you've got to make sure that it's it's blended with your experience as well. So, uh, so yeah, so that's what they did. Did you spot your planning poker? Mm. Uh, yes, yeah. I picked up so, on that. I'm a bit so, of, I love my poker, so I was like, "Ooh, how can I start using that?" Ah, <laughs> uh, for, for the for the uh, for the techies amongst us, that is an agile planning method. For the non-techies, look it up. There are many, many websites that talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> and and do you know what? It, it, you don't have to go down the old agile route. You can make it really, really interesting, fun, but but focused for the team and in a non-agile way. So uh, so yeah, I'd I'd I'd, I'd certainly try and uh, you know dilute it that way. Chris, go so, to you, sir. So you're talking about that planning uh, focus, but how do we help organisations that go? I can't do only one thing because the other 75 things are what's going to help me address um, very small niche market, which I, I won't say in case I, I say something bad. But it, the um, so what do we do to help organisations who worry about that? Mm. So um, I, I think they've got to really, they've got to really understand where their value points are because, you know, they might just say that we've got all these 15 things to do, but when you, when you sort of, peel the onion back does it really give the value and actually it's the it's the it's a small number that really derived the value chris i'm going to ping pong back to you ah you swine <laughs> so i was just thinking actually is this not an example of where if you're only doing four things if you spot that one well you've got to be bang on those four things and making sure that they look like they're going to deliver because you really don't have very many options so maybe it's a good way of making sure that as soon as one of those looks like it's not going to be quite as good as you thought you just kill it and you move on to the next one on your list all right um, it I know looks it... like avril's not getting a word in oh <laughs> i was uh, yeah i was going to actually say um, and i find this topic really fascinating because um as you know i wear two hats uh, I work in two different organisations. In one of the organisations... What, what type of hats are they, by the way? Oh, well, some, one of them's quite sort of big with a flower on top kind of thing. Um, the other's yeah. kind of a woolly kind of um, one of those uh, ski things with a bit of a bubble. Is there a no? food connection? Is there a food connection? There needs to be a food connection. I'm sure Thank I'll you. have an edible hat at one stage, you know. Um <laughs> But it's a uh, yeah, top hat. That would be quite cool, wouldn't it? So mm. I'm sure we can make a chocolate top hat. Anyway, um, I digress. But with my different hats on, I think I have personally found this to be um, quite an enlightening topic because in um, in with one of my hats on, I'm really, really good because that's my role to turn around and really question and query and go, we need to focus on this because we can deliver this within this time frame. This is going to produce the best outcomes and, you know, um, for what we're looking for and impact. Put me in my other role. I'm much more creative. I'm going, oh, can I do this? What about this? How about this? What about that? And I, I'm almost like, what are you doing? Because the other ear is whispering to me saying, what are you doing in your other role? You can control this. Um, so I think in that circumstance, my board are absolutely fantastic because they focus me. 
because I get excitable and I get, oh, I can't do all this kind of zillion things. And I have to focus and I've appointed people to help to make sure they query and focus me. So I think whichever hat you're playing, I think it's important, as you said, that back up the the the, the real the question that you've got to have someone in that. And uh, Craig, you know, um, you know, passing it on to you. We're doing ping pong, aren't we? So I know. Craig, to you. So, so- so what I, what I would say as well is that, you know, that doesn't mean that you, that these four things have got to be big monolithic programs because that, again, does not achieve the results that you want in a particular period of time. So you've got to, you've got to almost, you know, and, and, and there's some great, there's some great guys out there that, uh, that have, uh, you know, spent their lifetime designing their framework for this, but you've got to almost spot those four valuable things that can deliver value quickly and then have that cadence of, new ideas coming in for when those four are done not necessarily do a big four four programs that are going to last you know a couple of years cost loads of money to eat all the resources from the organization and then and then the world's moved on and and the value diminishes diminishes so you've got to it's about it's about the the keeping it focused to a number a small number and not having big monolithic elements as well yeah no I, so, oh sorry i was going to say i completely agree because actually that do a small number of things, but do them serially. That works so much better if those things aren't too big. Because otherwise, if you do a if you do a nine month thing and then another nine month thing, well, that is it, yeah. For nine months, your organisation only has one purpose. And in fact, there is sorry for our listeners, there is a technical parallel. Once upon a Ooh. time, you used to connect to printers using what's called. SCSI, a parallel cable, which was a wide ribbon. And that is no longer used. We use universal serial bus. Note the difference between parallel and serial. And it's because sending lots of data down one after the other very quickly is infinitely easier to manage than sending seven or 13 or however many bits it was at the same time and needing to keep them all perfectly aligned. Organizations should learn from that. Should learn Chris, from printers. You, I love it. You, there you go. Chris, you had me at Scuzzy. I thought that was a rock band, but obviously I, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, this in terms of, you know, wrapping up, you know, Chris, um, is that your uh, is that your parting shot? Oh, yes. Um, is that your parting shot, Chris? Oh, Chris seems to have just uh, go on, sorry, Chris, go on. Let's go with a yes. <laughs> And uh, Avril, what words of wise wisdom would you get from your your Wikipedia that is your brain today? Well, you know, I think, um, what are my wise words of wisdom? I would say this is not a one-off activity. It needs constant assessment. So just because you've picked this one or two or three sets of activity, that doesn't mean that, 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 you know, that's it, you know, because you might accidentally veer off. You need someone to make sure you're staying to those three until delivered and then you pick the next one. So it's a constant review and a constant challenge. Craig? Mm. So my, mine would be, and, uh, and, you know, we might as well talk about it, I would be focused like you've got a pandemic, which means, you know, focused on the things that are really important at a period of time. Don't make it really big um, and uh, and have fun with planning it as well and have that circular thing. So that would be mine as well. Planning post. So um, lots of... Be po- brave. Of- I'm just going to add be brave. <laughs> be, be brave. Lots of ping pong today. Lots of poker. Lots of hats. Uh, and the odd, the odd uh, um, you know, grunge band in there as well with Scuzzy. So, um, you know, as always... 
Chris and Avril, thank you so much for your absolutely excellent contributions once again. Thank you, Um, Greg. This has been the Three Digital Amigos, and we'll see you on the next episode. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.